You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Home is where you should feel the safest, but the air there can be more dangerous, up to five times more polluted than outside air. Let us help you take the steps towards making it a healthier home with our Bryant Indoor Air Quality Solutions. We can help with everything from whole home air purifiers to indoor humidity control. To schedule an evaluation of your home's air, visit bryant.com to find a local dealer. Bryant, whatever it takes. Yo, 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 welcome everybody to an exclusive, uh, we're not even going to count this, Reasonable Wrestling. It is Ida Moe's High, and I'm with my tag team partner, CT, a.k.a. HD Bang. What's going on, CT? What's good, everybody? What's good, everybody? It's Reasonable Wrestling, the underground professional wrestling podcast. I am your host, Chitty Bang. Obviously, y'all know Chris the Moe's High, the heel with the baby face pop, as we say. Chris, what's good? What are we getting into today? I mean, it was just honestly, we we was we was taking a hiatus, which you know we kind of still are. But money in the bank is yeah. happening tomorrow, and um, it's it's one of epic proportions right now that we can't really not discuss. Uh, it's going to be happening at WWE headquarters. It's already been filmed, but. I, I we got to talk about the okay. spectacle that's about to take place that we about to witness, man. It's about to be two Money in the Bank matches happening at the same time in the fucking corporate <laughs> office. Now this could be nigga, brilliant. Bro. Now this could be brilliant, but or it could be a complete shit show. It could be a clusterfuck. Um, but what I'm expecting, like no, like no cap, I feel like it's gonna be a Boneyard match. I feel like it's going to be something like that, some kind of highly overproduced, um, kind of segmented kind of thing where people might, you know, have skits and different interactions <laughs> between the two matches. It gives a lot of opportunity for things to happen that we haven't seen before, so I'm definitely interested, but I don't want to see a heavily cut Boneyard kind of type cinematic match with a money in the bank. I was hoping that it would just be around. Regular money in the bank match, but I guess those bumps really hurt. So people, they're like, you know what? Let me take care of y'all this week, this year. We're gonna do like another six cinematic match. Bro, you talking about those bumps really hurt? Like niggas not finna fly off the fucking building, bro. You telling me that these niggas, <laughs> somebody's not gonna fly off the roof, my they're nigga? Gonna, it's, I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying, it's one thing to do it cinematically, and you could. Protect people, you know, make it do the Elias fall, which look real poorly, you know, wear something out of Home Alone or something. But uh, they can do that cinematically where they don't really get hurt because right now there's no crowd, you know, MVP. Well, we'll, we'll talk, well, you know, it hurts things. We've been talking about in podcasts before, things hurt more because there's no crowd there. And th- with that, with this money in the bank match, people do get hurt and they're taking bumps, they're gonna now protect. The workers, I think, by making it cinematic. Now, I personally, I'm, I'm not, buy, I'm not understand buying that. it. I'm not buying that. I don't think the, 
I don't think they're protecting the. I don't think they're protecting niggas by saying we're going. <laughs> no, this is this is just a heavily gimmicked fucking match. That's that's what I'm looking at it as. They're they're not protecting oh, anybody. So you think they're just gonna go into a building? Yeah. So you but, think they're just gonna go into the, the headquarters and just fight and just like not no no, no cuts nothing just gonna. You're gonna be camera angles and you're just gonna be cuts, cuts, cuts. I mean, regard, to, regard, regardless, 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 if it was of, really, how would you, how would you? Regardless of that, it's gonna be a production. Like WWE is a television show, so of course it's it's already taped, so it's not live. Like so, we're already we're we're already under the expectations that yes, it's going to be something different. And but I'm not going under with the premise that it's different because they're protecting people. I think that I think that what no, these... I'm saying it's different because obviously we never had a money in bank match in you know Titan Towers, you know, or the corporate towers, whatever you want to call them, headquarters. I think it's different, but I think that when we get to tomorrow Sunday, when we're watching this money in the bank match, there is no way it's going to be like bell rings. They're actually putting on a match. It has to be cut. It has to be a cinematic thing. They are going to heavily produce this thing. There's no way it's just going to be a match of people taking bumps. I can't, I, and we'll see. We'll see when we get. We'll see tomorrow. I mean, but that's my prediction I for mean, the money in the bank. CT. I mean, I'm looking at it like they did an Edge and a Randy Orton last man standing match in an empty arena. I'm figuring out they can do the that's same. That's two people. I'm okay. I'm I'm guessing that they can easily do it with seven. Like yes, it's going to be. I mean, again, is I'm not. I know that's it's not. People. I know You're comparing it to a money in the bank with. How many? Well, how many two going on at once? So how many people are in that? That's like but what twelve I'm, people at least. But what I'm what there's I'm, no way. What I'm saying is, is that I'm not I with it happening at the headquarters. I know it's no fucking ring, right? So I know that when the bell rings, that I know that niggas is not putting on fucking snap mirrors and goddamn wrestles. Like I'm I I know that that's <laughs> not gonna happen. But what I am saying is that I don't think that they're going to... I don't think they're heavily going to lean on the Boneyard. I do believe that... I I mean, you... Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, like, I'm not saying it's going to be necessarily the Boneyard match part two. I think it's going to be stylized that way. It's not going to be... A regular hardcore match where people are just back and it's in in, 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 a, in an office building. It's not going to be that. It's going to be uh, uh, everybody's going to have their moments and it's going to be scripted and, and heavily uh, and it could be brilliant. It might actually be brilliant. I like they're being creative, but I was hoping that this cinematic thing would be held for special occasions. I guess Money in Bank could be considered a special occasion, but I wanted to see it like just at WrestleMania. I was hoping to see just two Money in the Bank matches. But I understand it if they're doing it and protecting people at the same time and trying something new that actually worked for them at WrestleMania with Boneyard match and you know the uh, Funhouse being one of the most talked about things or two of the most talked about things um, during WrestleMania, it worked. So I, I, mean, I, can see, I see why they're doing, they're when doing you, it again. When, you, when you're saying protecting somebody, you're saying like we're protecting a 50-year-old AJ Styles and a 60-year-old Undertaker. So we're protecting ourselves from them not having a 25-minute match. Now, I don't think that they're necessarily, again, I'm guaranteeing at least the over-under one-and-a-half falls from the fucking building, bro. So I don't think they're protecting anybody. I think what they're trying to do is, like you said, being innovative 
in a situation where they realized what WrestleMania did, right? They had it. They had. They, they've been doing empty arena matches for damn near two months now, so they kind of know uh-huh. where they're at with empty arena matches. Then they just had their biggest show of the year, WrestleMania, happen in an empty arena with sixteen matches, and they're like, "Fuck, man! Like, I don't know if we can continue to keep doing it." So. I think it's not protecting the talent. I think it's so much protecting their creative staff. I think because okay, there there there's. I think it's not protecting their creative staff. I think it's actually contrary to that. They're using their the creative staff oh. to create a cinematic skit. I think they're using. I think that you've been wanting more writing and stop stop being lazy. I think this is a, a, a version of that, you know, them doing the, the Boneyard match, them doing the Firefly Funhouse, and especially during the times with these bumps extremely hurting more because there's no crowd for the adrenaline rush, I see why they would go this route and possibly make a cinematic. Like, we'll see tomorrow when we get to, you know, when we watch Money in the Bank, if it's cinematic, and that's why I think they're doing it. Not, And maybe it's not because of that. Maybe it's just because, hey, we're, we're going to throw our creative... Uh, to the to the wolves and say hey come up with something that people want to tune in for you know and, because and there's other matches work. on a car just... there's other matches on a car where there's wrestling so it's not like they're just gonna be protecting these particular twelve individuals you know what I mean like it's six people per match right let's just go <laughs> ahead and get into it the men's money in the bank match is Daniel Bryan Rey Mysterio Aleister Black King Corbett Otis and AJ Styles. Right, and then the women's money in the bank, money in the bank, money in the bank is Oscar, Shayna, Nia, Dana Brooks, Lacey, and Carmella. Um, so honestly, looking at that, looking at those twelve people and that in those two matches, I mean, I, I you. I, I I don't I don't I don't I don't know I don't I don't know who you who you're protecting at that point because I'm guaranteed I know I know somebody's you're protecting all of them. I mean I mean if you talking about protecting them as far as somebody's gonna lose yeah there's somebody's gonna lose no somebody's gonna win I'm talking about protecting them as a physically that's what I'm saying that, that's, that's what I'm saying you know, see but, I don't think they're pro- that's what I'm saying I don't think they're protecting these six individuals I think it's still gonna be violent. I think they're still going to take bumps, and I think when somebody gets thrown okay. into a fucking wall, it's going to hurt. Okay, I think they're going to take bumps too. I just don't think they're going to make it um, as crazy as it would be if there was a match, you know, on, on a regular year. I think it's going to be cinematic, and I think that's a form of protecting them physically, and uh, on you know during these times. I do, I do. So, and, and, and I'm rooting for them to beat this. Shit I'm just out of more each concerned. Other. With, they're, they're, they're going to be protected. You, you, you know, we'll see. We'll see. If you see somebody fall like Elias did when Baron Corbin threw him off like Mufasa and, he, you know, they kind of zoomed in on his back, like, if they, if you if you see a moment to like that tomorrow, then I was right. If, if it's all like just them, just like Randy Orton and Edge and they're just actually taking bumps and going through the, the you know, the Wait, uh, but how did, the, how did the that protect, how did that, how did that protect Elias, though? How did, how did, how did that King Corbin? Because it's, because he, because he didn't fall really, it, you know what I mean. Like it was, 
Him? No, I don't know what you mean, nigga. Cut. That's that's fifty feet, nigga. Like that's still falling, bro. He didn't fall. Oh my god, it was a cut. Wait, so that's Kevin, I mean. so Kevin cut, Owens and it... Seth Rollins didn't fall at WrestleMania? No, Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins fell. Okay, about Elias. Okay, but that's what I'm saying. Like, so when you're talking about, so okay, so the AJ Styles not fall in that Boneyard match? You don't think they took a? You don't think they took a cut with AJ actually falling? <laughs> Hitting a crash pad, my nigga? Like, yes, they fell. I, I, I think it was like a movie. There are stunts, and they protected them, and then he fell, and they did they did cuts. And, you know, I don't think he took any serious bumps. Go back and watch it. Wow, look at you. You watched too much Dark Side of the Ring, my guy. Look at you exposing the business. Nigga, look at you. You did the stunts. Look at cuts. What are you talking about? I mean, <laughs> stunts. Nah, but it's a cinematic match. Again, we're going to see a cinematic Money in the Bank match tomorrow. I'm all for the creativity, I'll say, though, for it. The creativity in it. Um, I'm curious to see how it turns out. Because if this was, hey, it's going to be a Money in the Bank match, I'm always interested to see Money in the Bank. As a wrestling fan, every year I'm interested to watch the matches. But this year, they're coming at it with a different angle. So hopefully um, it's something that we remember and something that we can say, man, remember that Money in the Bank that happened at uh, WWE headquarters and this happened, you know, so- or rather than, oh, man, did you remember that shit show? you know, that happened in the corporate offices. So, you know, so, so let's, if it's let's, cinematic, all for it, but just make me entertain. So. so let's make our predictions. Let's make our predictions right now. That's what we came here for. This is what this Money in the Bank preview. Uh, so uh-huh. who, who do you got walking away with Money in the Bank? Let's start with the women's first. Who wins Money in the Bank, women's Money in the Bank? I think Oscar wins. Wait, let's let's down the competitors again, because I the I, only ones that matter: Oscar, Shayna, and Nia. No, no one else. If if Lacey, Dana Brooks, or Carmella walks out with the money in the bank, I'm turning it off. I won't watch. If it's the <laughs> if it's the first match, and one of those three win it, I won't watch the rest of the pay per view. Guarantee it. <laughs> um, man, I think. Um... I would love to see Oscar win it, honestly. You know, I'm an Oscar fan, uh, but I, I think Shayna would need it more. I gotta go with Shayna. I think I think I that think, they should put it on. Shana. If you want to talk about need it, I think Nia needs it more. I think I Nia think, don't need it. She's she's Nia. Well, th- that's the thing, though. So Braun had it. The the when Braun had it, it was good. But they fucked it up. The monster in the bank thing would have worked if he would have cashed it in and won it. If he like say, Braun listen, listen, if listen, listen, just listen. Go ahead. If if Braun, if Roman and 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 Brock had one of those fucking beat down, dragged out matches. If 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 Roman and Brock had one of those beat down, dragged out matches, and no matter who won, whether Brock, whether Brock won, whether Roman won. And and Strowman comes out and cashes in that monster in the bank shit, rather than him motherfucking doing what he did at Raw and was like, I'm gonna cash it in on it, and then he lose the fucking match. I think that would have, I think that would have helped him more with that monster in the bank joint. Now switching that over to Nia, you're saying Nia is Nia. I think the monster in the bank joint. Real quick, I think the Monster Bank joint was just a marketing ploy to get those t-shirts out. And just but keep those t-shirts keep, didn't you know, move. Trying to merch out. Those, I, they I, didn't move know, anything. So, so that wasn't for, they didn't, they didn't, know, they didn't move. to become they didn't, champion. They didn't move anything. They, they, those I t- think they did. I think that Monster, Monster Bank, they moved. I mean, they moved some shirts. 
you know, and it was just it wasn't it wasn't supposed to be like the biggest shirt. Like it's not supposed to be awesome three sixteen. Okay, but, so this is know, my just, okay. Like, so hey, this we can is, put the money so this money is, bank on him, and we can say monster in the bank. That's what it was. So, I think so, they so, came together like, hey, we can put money in the bank on him, monster in the bank. We can put some t shirts, create his own briefcase. You know. But they did. They they didn't create his own briefcase. They just made some crappy shirts, which they could have made with anybody. So my thing is, I I I think when it comes to it, if you're talking about business wise, right? <clears throat> if you're talking about business wise, why would Shayna need the Money in the Bank cash in? Because she she's on raw. Okay, so, so why and would she need the I money in the bank contract? Need, I think that gives her a threatening kind. She's always a threat at that point with the, with, the, with the briefcase. Rather than, you know, her losing at WrestleMania to Becky and, and, then, and then losing money in the bank and not being a threat for who knows how long. You know, we're big Shayna Marks pretty much. You know, I think that Shayna's a, a huge star. And I think putting the money in the bank on her, her where she's going to be like, listen, at any moment, I can just choke you out or make you or tap out. And I'm going to be champion. That's going to be something that you can tell stories with through the next couple of months, leading us WrestleMania or I mean SummerSlam. So I think it'll be it's more intrigued with Shayna having it than Nia. Nia is already an opposing force, so I always see her as a threat. That's how I look at it. But personally. she's not doing anything. Shayna's just Shay. Who's hotter right now, Shayna or Nia? I can't tell right now. Get the fuck out of here! Shayna Baszler. I can't tell which one. They're both like this. Bruh, okay, sh- okay. Sh- Shayna's flames right now, bro. Shayna has think more going right WrestleMania now. Did more harm than it did, you know, than, than you think. But hey, I think that's why you put the money Baker on her. You know, that's, that's, that's just me. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe she's doesn't need it at all. And putting it on Nia, you know, gives her that edge. But I always think that. Like I don't, I don't like the monster the bank thing, and I don't want to see that over again. I don't think she, I don't think Nia needs it. Nia needs to just come out and wreck shop whenever she needs a title, title push. Well, you know, how, and that's how, it. how how often does that work, right? Like is Nia is gonna wreck, Nia wreck shop, right? So Nia's on what Raw or SmackDown? She's on Raw, right? Raw right now. Okay, Becky's champion oh. on Raw. Why hasn't they told the story of Becky and Nia yet? I don't know. I can't exactly, say. Exactly. We'll, we'll see eventually. So I hope. I, I think Nia. We'll I think Nia has in the contract does that, or Oscar having a contract does that. I think Nia doesn't need it. So I think Nia doesn't need the contract to get to Becky. I think that storyline already play, tell, tells itself with her breaking her nose. We never got that told out. So I think that storyline already tells the story of Nia Becky. If you want to write that. And you, in the meantime, you have Shayna lurking in the shadows or, or lurking with that briefcase. Like, by the way, I'm still holding. Then you have three pieces you're working with in the women's division on Raw that we, you know, that we can say, all right, we'll see how they intertwine and have storylines going forward, rather than just, oh, we're seeing now Nia and Becky being told one on one, and Shayna's just sitting there doing nothing. Or you know, we're seeing just Shayna and Becky again. And then Nia's just sitting there with a briefcase, but doing nothing. Who's she facing? We talked you know? all we talked all this time about Nia and Shayna, and we both want Oscar to win, which was the question. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do want Oscar to win, but um, I believe Shayna's gonna win. I and, and I hope she and I hope she does too, because I mean, either one, Nia, Oscar or, or Shayna, but we don't see Oscar winning. Who's who's winning? Who's winning the men's? 
I've been, you know, it's not going to happen, but I would love for Rey Mysterio to win it. <laughs> just like to see him have the money in the bank and, and get a shot at the championship again. Just like a one last hurrah. I'm not sure if he'll, you know, win the championship again in his career. I don't know how long his career is, but I want to see him in the main event again. I just, just for old times' sake. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that's going to be the way they go with it. Um, it could work with Daniel Bryan. It could work with um, Alistair Black. But it would be kind of weird seeing Alistair Black come out with his entrance with a briefcase. So I would give him something different to hold the, the contract. Um, I think it's AJ. I don't know. I think AJ. I think AJ gets it. I think it's. I. I. I honestly predict AJ is gonna get it too. I, I got AJ. I, I got AJ and Oscar. I, I, AJ and Oscar. Going with two picks. AJ and who? I got AJ and Oscar as my picks. You know Oscar's not winning. Okay. Well, you just said Nia. Those are my picks, man. I said I. I. I used. So I said, who do I? I, I, right, right. I think I, I say AJ and Shaka. All right, boom. I think I think I think Oscar's gonna win it, and I said, who do I want? I want Nia because I will want the. I, I like you said, you you talked me off of it. You said the Becky and Nia thing matters. Okay, okay. But Nia having the title, Nia doesn't. It's not specifically for Becky. She can go to NXT and Charlotte. Nia and Charlotte. She can go to fucking. Uh, uh, SmackDown and 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 threaten Bailey, like you know what I mean. Like Nia walking around with the case is imposing to everybody who holds the title. Now Shayna does that to everyone as well. Yeah. You know what I mean. Shayna does that with everyone as well. But I think Oscar, for the most part, Oscar and Bailey, Oscar and Charlotte, Oscar and Becky. I think with her walking around with the briefcase, I think that makes the most sense. For me, as a fan, my 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 okay. my my rooting for everyone that's black. Nia is the only black one in this match, so that's why Nia got that bid. <laughs> <laughs> if Sasha was in it, then Sasha would have been my pick. Oh man! Speaking of Sasha, man, I I I, I mean, I got I got I got to say it every single every single week, but I don't know what they're doing when they're there with uh, her and Bailey. And um, yeah, we 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 have to see something happen this week in Money in the Bank. I would I actually would like Sasha to win the Money in the Bank if she somehow takes out Dana Brooke. That would be epic, and then she wins it. Like you know, oh that so that'll be fire. get her some steam again. That's that's what Brock but did. She needs to yeah, she what... needs to have something happen. Well, we yeah, know, you we, know, so we, he we, did, you know Brock Brock did. We got we got Bailey and Tamina. Definitely not interested in that. Um, I'm definitely not interested in Jeff Hardy or Cesaro. Wait, 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 time out. Bailey and Tamina. Do you think Tamina has a shot? I just told you I wasn't interested in that. And you gonna bring it back like a DJ, <laughs> nigga? What type of shit is that? I'm just asking. <laughs> do you think Tamina has a shot? Fuck to no, nigga. She don't want it. No, no, fuck, no. <laughs> All right, all right. I guess there. That's that. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't see her winning it either. Honestly, um, I, don't, I don't even know how the fuck she yeah. just came back and got a match. Like, you know what I mean? But you know, whatever. I mean, why not put it on her? I mean, if, if you know, why CT, not? What do you mean? Why what else not is going what on you, SmackDown? What do you mean? Why not put it on Tamina? Really? Why not put the title on Tamina? Just okay. So we're gonna yeah. move. We're gonna move on from this conversation because I'm having a beautiful evening. I'm sipping some wine. 
I'm just fucking a joint. I don't want to get upset about fucking Tamina Snooker, nigga. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> nigga, uh, next yeah. on the card, like I said, Jeff Hardy. I don't want to see Jeff Hardy. I don't want to waste this hour on Jeff Hardy. Get the fuck out of here. Then we got R-Truth versus MVP. When the fuck did this match happen? That's on the card. Uh, R-Truth is facing MVP? Yes, man. Is it for the um, 24-7 championship? It doesn't have anything on there. It just says singles match on Wikipedia. All right. Shout out to R-Truth and MVP. I mean, niggas know how to get a check, bro. You know what I mean? Um, it's a fatal four-way. Uh, New Day, uh, Miz and Morrison, Forgotten Sons, and Lucha House Party. Um, any ideas? Um, was I know Jay, Jimmy and Jake. Jimmy, okay. Jimmy got hurt, I believe. And so that's how Lucha okay. House Party got inserted into this. Um, but I, I think Miz and Morrison should have the titles again. I think it might go back to them, too. I was going to say the same thing. Um, yeah, it's not time for anybody else to have a title. It's either going to be New Day or Miz and Morrison. And I believe they're going to go in the route of Miz and Morrison. Um, but then do you turn Forgotten Son's babyface and have him go against Miz and Morrison? Because I don't want to see you know New Day continue this thing with Miz and Morrison. Um. I definitely don't want to see Forgotten Sons as a babyface. I think that would be horrendous. Okay. Um, it would be as bad as Lacey Evans being babyface, and that's pretty bad. <laughs> um, and I think that, I think honestly, a tag team gets moved up or moved over or some shit like something happens. I think I think a tag team gets. I think I think there's a tag team that we don't know about that gotta like be in the weights. You know what I mean? Like it has to be. But honestly, the the SmackDown tag team titles is pretty diminished, just because the roster's trash. The roster's not fluffed at all. That tag team division is 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 stale as fuck. So um, I'm waiting for them to revamp. Yeah. Um. Who do you think the hacker is? Oh. I don't know, man. I don't know. I haven't even really been paying attention too much to the gimmick. Um, I know it exposed a few things. Um, nothing that I was particularly too fond about anyway. But, um, shit, it can... I don't know. I don't want to say it's Ali. It's definitely Ali, man. It's definitely Ali? Okay. It can't be anything but Ali. <laughs> it's definitely Ali. If it's not, I'm going to be mad. I'm like, okay, this makes no sense, man. Okay. Because I think that would be, I think it's a good gimmick for him. And it's about time to bring it, bring uh, a man's Ali back. And actually, I'm looking forward to seeing him back in the ring. Uh, so, yeah, I think it's Ali. And I think we'll find out on uh, tomorrow, Money Bank. Alright, well, with that being said... Oh, shit, hold on. I, I gotta reverse the camera. Alright, with that with that being said, um, we got our two championship matches, man. Drew McIntyre, Seth Rollins. I think, of course, Drew McIntyre retains. 
I think Seth and Drew are sure. going to put on a fucking yeah. good match. Um, I think it's going to be a better dynamic than Drew being a heel and Seth being a babyface because that match was stale in itself. You know what I mean? A, a babyface Seth was stale. Um, but I, I think this Drew and the Seth match yeah, is going to start. I think that Seth is going to... Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see the match, man. I really yeah, I think that you're right. The dynamics is going to be very different from their previous matches. Seeing uh, Seth be able to take bumps and just sell for, for Drew, I think it's going to be epic. But I think this is where Drew, you know, really going to shine with this match and, and um, show that he's a champion. And he pick, takes the victory. So, yeah, I think we all see Drew taking the victory here. The next one is where the question is. What is you got that? Braun and Bray. Uh, well, I, you know, right now I'm, I don't watching, know. I'm watching the Money in the Bank where my man Braun won it. You feel me? Just because I'm on okay. that type of time. You feel me? Uh, I, <laughs> I, like I said, man, I, I, I really am a fan of both Braun and Bray. Um, I'm I'm super excited about the story that they're telling. Um, I'm not so much sold on Braun's acting of it. Like, Bray's selling it. Yeah. Like, Bray's, like, you know, selling it. And Braun's just like, shut up. Bray's always going to sell You don't know me. Shut up. You don't know yeah. what I'm going to say. And I'm like, all right, man. He's, come a, on, he's just a me. tough guy. He is. And, you know, I wanted something deeper, but he I, just I did. I wanted, I, wanted, I wanted something deeper, bro. You know what I mean? So, I wanted him to have some kind of, like, you know, like, listen, man, you were there when you brought me in. But, but I don't follow. I don't you follow nobody. I don't, I don't you know care who you are. Exactly. Like if yeah, I don't follow you anymore. You know, not just like ignoring the fact that yeah, you followed this nigga before. Like, uh, so, but yeah, but at, at, at the end of the day, I think it's gonna. I'm be, 50, 50 on this. I can see it going both ways. I think it's gonna be a match for one, and I think it's gonna be a schmaz for two. Oh. That's crazy because you said because you said you wanted this match. I wanted anybody, but but I told you that the match might not. I was looking forward to the story being told to the match. That's what I was looking forward to, not necessarily the match. Yeah, because you so know I think it can only be what you know. It's, it's going to be horse fight, but it's not going to be no, that type of horse. No, fight. I think they're going to take it. To, I think they're going to have the type of time where this feud extends to where Braun has to do some real physical bodily harm to break. So this one match okay. is not going to do it. I think it'll be a DQ. Yeah. I, it's a DQ for sure to bring the Fiend because he's not wrestling the Fiend. He's wrestling uh -huh. Bray. Okay. So I think I think it's going to be okay, a, I, I think see. it's going to be a pretty good match like Braun's going to come out, show his force, Bray's going to come and try to do some things. It's going to end up being a DQ or something like that. And and we're gonna extend this out, and the fiend's gonna come to let himself in. Okay, that that I like that, and we can get the title on right before SummerSlam, before Roman comes back. Speaking of Roman, yeah, they have been completely ignoring my nigga. Oh my god, completely bro, don't, don't be that person. Cutting him out of everything to do with WWE so, how, how, because he's staying home with his how, family. Wait, how are they doing that? Tell, tell me that. Tell, please explain this to me because I've seen you all and right. I've seen all other right. people say it and I'm like, do you not see Roman tweet and tag WWE with the four <laughs> most 
Smack like what are you guys talking about? No, no, no. I just listen, at the end of the day, um, I I think that they're keeping him on TV uh, because they don't know when he's gonna come back. But I just thought it was kind of odd that they go go to the lengths to just erase a nigga from uh, uh, you know when they're cutting together packages because. He's not on screen, and you're like, oh, because you don't want people to miss him. Yeah, I think I think I'm like, nah. So okay, so let's look at let's look at both of these. Let's okay. I'm gonna tell my side, and you tell your side, and then we're gonna see which side makes the most <laughs> fucking sense. Okay, so WWE's biggest kind of star that they've been making for the past five to six years, right? Is off television due to his personal reasons. Not because he's not, not even because he's sick. It's because he told them niggas, fuck you. You feel me? WWE doesn't want to have that reminded every week that Roman's not there. Because while everybody that is on the show wanted to be on the show, their biggest star isn't on the show. Now, how WWE can handle it and say they can humanize it and, and bring some, you know what I mean, bring the humanity in it and say, look, our biggest star just had twins and recovered from cancer and him having him being in the facility is not fucking smart. They can smarten us up and say that. Or they can just be like, you know, Seth Rollins cashed in on Brock Lesnar instead of Roman Reigns. Seth oh. He cashed in. He did cash in on Brock Lesnar, but at exactly. the end of the day, it's almost like as if Roman was not ever there. It was funny to see that. Who though. was champion? Who lost the title? Brock. So who did Seth Rollins essentially cash in his joint on? Brock. So I Roman, so Roman, get the fuck out of here. You, you don't even need to be here to tell a story. And, uh, listen, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, they, they don't need to have him on TV. I just thought it was funny. You know, honestly, um, it's just funny that they go to the lengths to do that. But shout out to Roman and having kids, uh, having two twins. Congratulations. Yeah, he had a set of twins. He's on uh, kids five now. So my, we can safe to say he's Superman punching. Yeah, he got himself a couple of Usos. Man, a couple of Usos, bruh. That nigga got him a basketball team. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um what else, what else what else in the realm of um in wrestling? Um I know we can kinda I can kinda be a little bit of a Debbie Downer and talk about wrestling Twitter, but I would probably I'll probably not waste my breath on that. Just know. Listen, drink Don't your water. Listen, drink your water. <laughs> eat your fruit. Stay as pure as fucking possible and smoke weed. <laughs> Just try not to like listen, make a, make a conscious effort not to be toxic, okay? And that's I'm just gonna leave it at that. Cause y'all niggas is about toxic as flint water, my nigga. <laughs> This coronavirus got people going crazy. Yo, crazy. <laughs> the, the, the crazy part about like it is... Shit the, nuts. the crazy part about it is niggas been this way before corona. Niggas just getting exposed because niggas ain't uh. got nothing but time, nigga. <laughs> oh, my God. Bro, they, they got nothing Don't but time. They got nothing but time. Right now, bro, I'm at... I, niggas at home for straight for show 24 hours, nigga. I'm going to think about everything that you did to piss me off. And I'm about to put in 140 characters, my nigga. About to tweet this shit out your ass. Uh-huh. <laughs> Damn. 
Um, but no, outside of that, um, outside of that, I was seeing that wrestling Twitter brought some good shit to me. Um, Brody Lee is going to be uh, challenging uh, Moxley for the title, which I'm kind of excited about, just for the simple fact that both of those guys left because of creativity stifling um, in WWE, and now here they are in a place where they have a little bit more creative control. And we'll probably be able to get a match closer to what we saw previously from them in, 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 in other promotions like CZW. Um, I'm happy to kind of see Bruiser Brody Lee versus John Moxley. Now, I know you can't do a lot of the CZW shit, but at least to be able to tell more of a story rather than a story given to you, you'll be able to tell your own story. I'm willing to see that. Yeah, I'm super, super uh, game to see Brody Lee. That is the right way to go. He's up next. I think that it was great to have Jack Swagger and um, oh, let's see, Jack Swagger, Jake Hager and G- Doc, J- John Moxley go at it for his first kind of title match in between. But I think Brody should be his first angle. And Brody being fresh and this whole thing with the Dark Order was a complete rebrand of Dark Order. I think it's working. I think that he comes off as a completely different type of uh, character in AW, and I'm really curious to see what I. I what AEW would have had been going on now with a crowd. Because I think they're going the right direction. I really do. I think AEW is pivoting in the right direction with a lot of things they're doing. And um, I want to give, give, give them props. And that's definitely something I'm going to be tuning in for. And I'm still waiting for that Blood and Guts match. So I hope that happens one day when the crowds are back. Oh, yeah. Uh, with that, I, I love... You know, um, Jimmy Havoc getting a little bit more of uh, time. Darby's a fucking star. Um, uh, speaking of, like, you, you, you know, you're talking about cinema, cinematography and, and, and cinematic shit. Um, it's, it's everyone got the bug in wrestling. You feel me? Like I said, Moxley. I'm sorry, not Moxley. Havoc, Allen. We talk about Karrion Cross with that interest that we just saw. Um, last Wednesday, um, uh-huh. I, I'm I'm liking not having a crowd because it's lending the creative uh, expansion. You feel me? Like a lot a lot of these things yes, are happening think, because of that. I think you're spot on, man. And not having the crowd it forces them to not be be lazy forces them to come up with something creative. Uh, they came up with the most creative thing with the carrying cross entrance, I can say, but I do think it was a bit elaborate. I mean, um, not just, but not just storyline wise, the production aspect of that, you know, they're, they're, they're taking some risk and I like that they're taking risks. And I think that when we get crowds back, these things will eventually be even more impactful. Like, you know, and things will be, you know, uh, appreciated, but the, 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 Carrying cross, man, it was a bit much. <laughs> it was a lot. Like, <laughs> she's in front of him, then he's in front of her. She's singing all the way to the ring, and then she's in the ring, and then he comes out. It was a lot. It was very over over produced. But hopefully, they tone it down a little bit, and we, when the crowds come, they're gonna they're gonna pop today. It's definitely the right vibe. I'll tell you that. Especially, especially for full sale. Like, we know how compact that is. We know. Oh, yeah. Like, when Io Shirai comes out, that shit bangs. When Velveteen Dreamlights goes out and it goes uh-huh. purple, that shit pops. You know what I mean? Like, 
that that arena is built is is built for that that type of shit. You know what I mean? Um, speaking of Velveteen Dream, speaking of Eel Shirai, no, oh, well, go ahead, Eel go Shirai. Ahead, go ahead. I need to give props to Eel Shirai and Charlotte. They put on a banger of the mat of a match. That's my chitty banger of the week. If you guys haven't heard one match, I gotta give props to Eel Shirai and Charlotte Flair. Uh, killed it. Um, I I thought that match was I thought that match was good. Um, I I got a I got a I got the same show, different match. Velveteen and Adam Cole was a good match to me. Okay. Um, a lot of Absolutely. Twitter was killing it, saying that you know it was mid. That was Adam Cole's worst match as champion, and blase blase. And I'm like, well, how can you necessarily say that? They was just like, well, it looks like Velveteen Dream wasn't in it. I'm like, the match was taped, my nigga. Like, you feel me? Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's because people are talking. They're reading too much into shit. Yeah, and, and I think that plays into what's going on on the screen now. You just come into it with that look on uh, the show, I guess. And I think the people take that. They can't judge it for what it was. you know. Uh, but I like the match, too. I thought, I mean, I'm, Bro, I'm disappointed I think, that Level Team Dream is I, not NXT champion. I think but if it was a crowd... Nicole, longest rating NXT champion. I think if it was a crowd, man, that match would have been a fucking banger, bro. Like, that... Like for sure. I know it was. A few spots were... A few spots was made for crowd interaction... Um, Dexter Loomis coming out under the ring was made for a crowd mm-hmm. reaction. Um, this this uh, Velveteen Dream hitting a finisher and a ref bump, no, not counting, was for a crowd yeah. reaction. Like that match was a fucking slapper, my nigga. Just dub love audio it. in that motherfucker, you'll love it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I like the way they're using Dexter Loomis. I mean, it's weird that he's a babyface, but. I'm curious to see where he goes with the serial killer gamer. I like it a lot. Hopefully, he comes across as you can't put a finger on this guy. You know, yes, you just don't know if he's heel face. He'll come after anybody at you know any time, and you have no idea what his motivations are. So, I'm curious to see where I mean, that goes. Shit, I don't know what his motivations is now, nigga. So we're right, we're spot on with that. <laughs> yeah, it's weird, but I think I think it works for him. Um, anything else? Oh, Undertaker has, um, you know, the life and times of, you know, Mark Calloway or whatever the fuck that shit is on the network. Bruh, you was a fucking Undertaker. (laughs) (laughs) Bruh, this nigga was a fucking Undertaker for 30 years. Now they want to tell me how great of a fucking dad he was. Get the fuck out of here. Oh. Give me, give me some inside. I need, to, I need to watch that. I need to watch that. Give me some inside scoops of matches, nigga. Like he wanted to talk about how he felt bad for Roman at WrestleMania 33. You should have, you old ass nigga. You shouldn't even fucking been in the match, nigga. It should have been Roman and <laughs> Cena and fucking Orlando, nigga. That should have ended the fucking yeah. night. That was what we thought was going to happen. No, happened, he wanted to propose but... to Nikki Bella, my nigga, and the shit flopped harder than this fucking... <laughs> it had to turn out, man. Shit. Man. Um, man, that could have been a moment. Roman and Cena at WrestleMania, man. But I haven't... I mean, maybe they're trying to humanize Mark Holloway, you know, and, you know, he's... I think that's what it is. And, you know, you still got the Broken, broken Skull Ranch with Undertaker. Go back and watch that. You know, he talks more about, you know, the, the you know, the Undertaker part of it. 
But everybody has their documentaries, and I think it's time to tell his story uh, because we see that you know he is a legend, and you and he's been has this mystique about him that you couldn't delve deep into them a little bit. You're right. So hey, I guess yeah. it's time. Actually, and honestly, you know, you know give what him mean? his roses, like said, and and that's the key. That's the key because I would hate for them to put this documentary out if he wasn't here. You feel me? Yeah. Like I, I, I will want to. I will want to know what Mark Calloway goes through because this is again, thirty years. He literally had to separate Mark Calloway from the Undertaker when Steve Williams is Steve Austin. They're just, you know what I mean? Like those are the same person. But I can guarantee you, Mark Calloway ain't the fucking Undertaker, nigga. You feel me? Like, those, yeah. those are the same people, nigga. The like, best character of all time, honestly. Bro, in wrestling history. Method, method acting at his best. You know what I mean? So, uh, uh, um, he was, he's a... And evolution over time and evolving. So, yeah, I think that that's, that's, that's it for me as far as what's popping this week. Um, I just wanted to get my predictions in for Money in the Bank. Um, I do think Asuka's going to win. I hope Asuka wins. I hope AJ wins. I think Bray and Braun's going to be a DQ smash. Um, I think Drew's going to win. Cesaro's going to beat Jeff Hardy. Um, and then everything else don't fucking really matter to me. We'll we'll catch up on that later. <laughs> but those are the things I'm interested in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that, Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Just uh, definitely to see what this corporate, corporate ladder thing is. Yes. Um, money Bank always uh, kind of like stretches out the year for me and makes me a little bit more intrigued in what's going on in the product because of uh, who's up next. It gives you a little hint at who may be up next. You know, so um, I'm curious to see where it goes. Kind of like the Royal Rumble. It's like a mini Royal Rumble kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, I watched last year during my nigga and it had Finn, it had Finn, Andrade, Ali, and like those, and Ricochet. They they were in that they, they were they okay, were in yeah. last year's joint. Yeah, feel me? And I'm like, damn, that was a good ass fucking money in the bank. I'm watching a joint from two years ago. Remember when AJ and Shinsuke had that fucking standoff and the crowd went crazy and we went yeah. like like you know what I mean? Like money in the bank produces yeah. those things. So you know. Um yeah, man, I, I I think it's gonna be a pretty good night, man. I, I'm I'm kind of looking forward to it. Um, so, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it as well. I'm looking forward to it as well. It should be it should be a good night. Um, just <clears throat> shout out to everybody doing um doing their thing. Shout out to all the essential workers. Uh, you know, and I think shout out to everybody you know behind the scenes with wrestling right now. Uh, putting together these shows because you know obviously during yes. the times people are out there taking those risks and you know putting on shows. So shout out to all of them and uh, everybody be safe. Thank you, man. Thank you for y'all tapping in. Like I said, we're not gonna name this. This is just a bonus little joint. We had the itch, pause. You know what I mean? To kind of record, get our wrestling takes out. It's hard to just type them hoes out in WhatsApp messages, so we might as well just fucking talk about them for about 45 <laughs> minutes. For sure. Yeah, you know I mean, but uh, no, nah, man, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, check out Reasonable Wrestling on YouTube. Uh, check out Reasonable Wrestling on Instagram. Check out Reasonable Wrestling on Twitter at CT would say all the medias of socialists. Um, and y'all be safe out there. Stay quarantined clean. Peace out. Peace.
Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Whatever temperatures this winter brings, your friendly and knowledgeable Bryant dealer is ready to help. We have the right training and support and are backed by outstanding products from one of the industry's most trusted names, Bryant. Whether you need a quick fix or an entirely new heating system, we will do whatever it takes for your family's comfort. Find your local dealer at Bryant.com. Bryant, whatever it takes.